Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. Welcome, everyone, to a Throwback Thursday edition of the Sports Spectrum Podcast. I am Jason Romano. Thanks for being here on the show today. We're going to look back to episode number 54 of the Sports Spectrum Podcast, released November 9th, 2017, in an interview we did with Chad Robichaud, who served in the United States Marine Corps, going on eight tours of duty in Afghanistan fighting against terrorism. The man is a true hero. He is the president and founder of Mighty Oaks Foundation, a leading military nonprofit serving the U.S. military, active duty, and veteran communities with highly successful peer-to-peer faith-based combat trauma programs and combat resiliency conferences. Chad and his team are dedicated to helping America's military warriors and their families suffering from the unseen wounds of combat, such as post-traumatic stress disorder. Chad's story is incredible, and it's a journey that took him from growing up in a broken home, losing his brother at an early age, joining the military, and then going through some of the most horrific situations a person could ever endure as he fought in Afghanistan, then coming to Christ and his desire now to save those lives by serving and helping others suffering from PTSD. He's also a former pro MMA world champion, so he's been on Shows like NBC's World Series of Fighting, Showtime's Strike Force, MTV's Bellator FC. He's been on the stage as a MMA fighter and certainly in one of the more uh, bigger stages you'll ever find, if you will, fighting for our country in Afghanistan. Chad's story is incredible, and we're just going to listen to a little bit of that here on this Throwback Thursday edition. And then I want to really encourage you to go back and listen to the entire interview. It was it was fascinating. It was powerful. It was all those things that you would think it would be uh, for a man who has gone through a lot in his life. Take a listen to a portion of our interview here on Throwback Thursday edition of Sports Spectrum Podcast with Chad Robichaud. Chad, take us through when you when you were deployed in Afghanistan and the moments from being in law enforcement to getting deployed in Afghanistan. Fill in the blanks there, fill in the, the, the color, color it in for us and paint the picture of what's taking place before you end up getting deployed to Afghanistan. Well, I mean, you know, 9-11, I mean, I, you know, I was, I was in, I was in the reserves. I was a, you know, force recon in the reserve unit. When, when I seen those planes on television flying into World Trade Center buildings, I absolutely knew, you know, where I, I knew like my life will never be the same. Like we're, I am going to go and be part of this. Really? Some way, somehow I'm going to go be part of this. And, you just and, knew. and there was no, yeah, I mean, I think everybody in the military not only knew, uh, I think everyone in the military at the time were like, I mean, no one was going to our reserve unit like, hey, um, you know, oh my gosh, are we going to war? Everyone was like, hey, what's up, sir? Like, when are we going? Like, we got to we got to be part of this. We got to make this right. That was the mentality of the entire military at that time. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, I remember the guys in my unit were like just chomping at a bit to go. And so I immediately after 9-11 went um, within – I think a week and a half, I resigned from the department and was on active duty status at my unit. And uh, but it wouldn't be until 2003 before I get to deploy. And uh, I tried out for a, a JSOC task force, uh, which is a very rare and unique opportunity. Um, 
uh, to deploy in an unconventional way, um, which you read my book. So you probably read into some of the, you know, kind of unconventional type of things I was doing. For sure. And, uh, and so, you know, I got accepted on this task force and, uh, got exactly what I asked for. Uh, um, I did over the, you know, period of the next till 2003, 2007, I did eight, eight deployments, um, uh, in support of, uh, you know, the, the Joint Special Operations Command Task Force. And, and um, you know, if, if you'd asked me when I went, you know, if I was prepared, I, I felt I was extremely prepared. I had life experience. I knew my job very well. I was really, really trained to do my job. I was, you know, physically fit. Uh, I felt mentally sharp. I knew my, knew everything about what I was going there to do. And, uh, but, you know, we, we teach this now with our warriors through what we do at our foundation, you know, being prepared is, is being prepared in all three aspects, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And if you'd asked me if I was a Christian, uh, I would have probably said yes, because yeah. it was stamped, stamped on my dog tags, but I had <laughs> right. no idea, no idea what that meant in the scope of, uh, being in a, in a spiritual battle and, and, you know, people could say whatever they want, but being in a place like Afghanistan, Iraq, and even anywhere in this world, but particularly places like that, you're in a spiritual battle. I mean, there's a, the sheer presence of evil in those places. And, uh, and my heart, uh, was, was not prepared for it because I, I, I felt like what I knew about Christianity were, uh, was something that didn't have a place in that job. I thought Christian men were weak. And I went to, I took my, I went to church. I took my wife and kids to church on, on Sundays. But the truth is I took them to church because, you know, more manipulating them, dragging them to church. And, uh, yeah. you know, my wife's going to be a godly woman and virtuous woman and my kids are going to get Sunday school, but, but I'm not going to, you know, really be engaged. And so I actually, uh, didn't really, grasp what being a man of God was. And so I thought it had no place there. And I felt like I had to choose between being a, being this masculine warrior and being a godly person. And, uh, and obviously being a young, young warrior, excited to go out and do his job. I, I chose the latter. I thought, I thought I could be a warrior now and I could do this kind of religious thing later. And, uh, you know, nothing could have been further from the truth because, um, that left a really big gaping hole inside my heart that I filled with over time with, hate and rage and anger and bitterness and and uh, it worked really well for me in, in Afghanistan you know I think everyone that I worked with was probably the same way just really driven and intense and and uh, a real hatred towards towards uh, Taliban but when um, when I would come home you know I couldn't flip that switch and turn it off that intensity it made me that felt helped me there didn't have a place in my home and uh, you know my wife and children quickly became scared of me everybody's on pins and needles my home wasn't really a happy place for us all to be and it was this uh you know a very a very sad time because you know my my remember my kids would just be so excited for me to come home and uh but you know, i would i would end up ruining it somehow within days of being home yeah. my daughter was uh you know one time really excited i was gonna be home for a birthday party and and um and so she actually shifted her party for me to get back to afghanistan and, and she's just, like super opinionated so she didn't like the icing on her cake I remember taking my little girl's like birthday cake and and grabbing it, just sticking my hand right in the middle of it, and grabbing it, throwing it against the wall, and just destroying my little girl's birthday. Wow! And uh, you know, I was just out of control, and I knew it. I knew I was out of control at the time. But like it was like when the ball would start getting rolling, if I would admit that I was wrong, then it would be like just uh, like me relinquishing my pride. So I would just justify every childish behavior. With, uh, you know, everyone else is an idiot, you know, kind right. of mentality. And that, that was how I behaved all the time. And, and the more I recognized it, the more I withdrew 
and kind of put a wall between me and my family and, and, uh, and just got distanced myself from them. And, and the more I'd just want to be in Afghanistan because it was easy, easier. I loved my job and it was easy when I was there. That was Chad Robichaux from November of 2017 on this throwback edition of the Sports Spectrum podcast. Please, if you haven't heard this interview, go back and listen to the entire thing. November 9th, 2017, episode number 54 of the Sports Spectrum podcast. It's an incredible story. And just watching how God moved and worked in Chad's life, restored his marriage, brought his family back together. This dude was on his way down uh, in a very rough way, and uh, God redeemed him and brought him back. So please go listen to the entire interview with Chad Robichaux from episode number 54 of the Sports Spectrum podcast. Thanks for listening to this throwback edition. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Brand new episode coming your way tomorrow here on Sports Spectrum. Have a great rest of your day.